T-Mags and Aunt Pat, two best friends who love to chat. Oh, what it's like to be an ant, those who ant, those who ant. Hello, and thank you for listening to Those Who Ant, the podcast that helps you see the world through ant-colored glasses. I'm Auntie Mags. I am Aunt Pat. Oh, Pat. Yes. There's an energy coming off you right now. What's going on? Oh, well, you know, not to beat the deadest of horses, but Mm -hmm. I did just come from the doctor. So did they remember you were there? Did they remember you were there? This this time, time, everyone was aware that I was there. Good. And I wasn't just haunting, you know, one of the little patient rooms. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, um, you know, and I like my doctor. He's a little gentleman. He has a little, he wears a suit. He wears a little suit. He's so professional. They don't do that anymore. They don't do that anymore. This one does. And I got to tell you, now, normally I'm wearing a robe. He's wearing a suit. I would feel um, uh, ill at ease. Not with this guy. Uh Uh-uh. Oh, okay. Why is that? What do you think it is about him that makes you feel so much more comfortable? I just, you know, I normally prefer a female uh, physician. Yeah. But there's something about him where he's like, not on my worst day would I make you feel uncomfortable. He's just, he's, he's petite. He's petite. He's petite and he's wearing we, a little suit. Are we allowed to call men petite? I mean, not to put like, you know, gender like on something, on a word right. that's so stupid, but I don't often hear men referred, referred to? to as, yeah. as petite. Yeah. Well, he must've brought it out of me because he is a petite delight. I just okay. love him. I love him. And he's got that little Joe Biden. Have you heard Joe Biden recently? If Joe Biden says more than 12 words, he has a little cough. Yeah. He's such a dry throat. Yeah. And that's what this doctor has. And I got to tell you, it's almost endearing. Now, we're living at a time when a little dry cough, you're like, excuse me, but we're all very safe. But it just, he feels very human to me. And maybe I'm just at an age where I'm like, he's not here to, you know, ogle. He's here to dole out medical justice. Medical justice? I'd watch that show. Oh, oh I'd watch oh. the hell out of that show. I know. That would be right up your alley. Medical yeah. justice. Yeah. I don't even, well... I tell you what it is. It's a crossover event between Grace Anatomy and Law and Order SVU. Oh, something you And like. a little bit of Castle. Okay. You know, I, and I'm in. And nobody, if you're listening to this and you're a writer, please don't take that. Let me have it. I'm going to do it. We're, we are keeping these ideas and we are going to yeah. use them. Please don't take them and say they're not going to do anything with them because we will. Yeah. Yeah, we will. And here's yeah. one thing you can do. If what? you're listening to this podcast, and you must be because you're listening Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this, would you please like and subscribe and rate and review and do all those things that we always forget to say? Because, you know, it, it, it just takes a second and it means so much to us, like yeah. personally. Oh, we, we obviously personally. don't get any money or no. any kind of like this doesn't garner any attention for us. It just means a lot to us personally. So if you do Absolutely. that, we would love that. Uh, the other thing I was going to say is, do you ever go to the doctor and you try to you know, because doctors see everything, you know, mm-hmm. they see the great unscrubbed. Do you ever go and you think, oh, I brushed my hair and I'm put together. And then you get in that lighting and you're in the little room and there's just one little mirror and you go and then you gasp. Oh, my God. I look like a disaster because of the lighting. That's not your fault. That's fluorescent lighting. OK, that's not you. Right. You're gorgeous. You're gorgeous. Uh, I bet you. You know what? I bet you when that doctor came in. He was like, I should have worn a tuxedo. OK, oh the suit doesn't cut it. Should have worn a tux. Now that would be, I'd be like, oh, it would be like a movie where I'm like, oh, the doctor's about to go to a gala after this. Yeah. And I'm the last patient of the day. And on yeah. Thursdays, he goes to galas. Every Thursday. I've never been to one. Have you ever been to a gala? A gala? I, 
I don't think I've been to prom. Are we calling that a gala? Uh, that's a gala. Gala? Underage. Gala? Gala. No. I just realized I have no idea. Yeah. That, then, then we've never been. We've I'll never just go been. ahead and say that. Yeah. Right. If we don't know how to pronounce it, we've never been to one. A hundred percent. I think, I honestly think it's gala. Oh, by the way, I'm what? wearing that little robe. They had me put on the little robe that opens in the front. And guess what? What? I didn't need to. He didn't, didn't need to. He didn't need to get in there. Oh, so you had the robe on for no reason? I did. Although the nurse told me to put it on. So then I felt a little desperate thirsty the kids say thirsty yeah hey while you're here you know what i mean yes yeah, well okay. i can you imagine if i said that to him hey while you're here yeah i got this robe on do it do a little rub-a-dub-dub just but check them i gotta say this that happened to me one time and it was the most humiliating of circumstances and i'm going to tell you right now because you just told me so you remember when i went through my personal 9-11 and it was the worst breakup in the world yeah okay i was I had to go to the doctor because my family was like, hey, you lost a lot of weight in four weeks and you are not eating and you are unhealthy and we're worried about you. So you got to go to the doctor. Now I'm going to tell you something. Don't be upset. I think I did. I think you did tell me this story. Yes, I was there for to get antidepressants and they made me have that gown on. Maybe this is just, maybe these nurses are just trying to get ahead of it. You know, when you have a job where you say the same thing a thousand times a day and you don't want to, you know what I mean? So you're just on autopilot and you just say, put this robe on, have it open in the front. And you know, I got to tell you, I told her I'm here to talk about antidepressants. I'm here for emotional. This isn't, I'm not getting, you know, a pap smear. I'm, I'm here to talk about specifically mental health. And she was like, everybody who's new here has to put this on. So oh. when my doctor walked in, she was like, oh, oh, wh- why are you wearing this? And oh. I was like, it wasn't my fault. Maybe, you know what? That feels like hazing a little yeah. bit. Oh, <gasps> you know? maybe I'm in a sorority and I didn't New even patients. know it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I like that. Right. You know, speaking of uh, interesting, you know, fun, interesting medical situations or any situation at all, I wonder if I guess today has some fun uh, stories like that. You think? I have a feeling, you know, you're on the earth for a certain amount of time and then all of a sudden you're going to have stories, Yeah. you know? Yeah. You know, when you're young and I know that no one young is listening to this, you think you have stories, but you don't. But then you yeah. have a, just a couple more rotations of the sun or the earth. I can't remember how it works. Whichever one. Yeah. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you're like, I do have stories. Yeah. Almost, right? almost too many. Yeah. But to remember and then but then you just repeat the same six or seven like I just did well I'd love to hear what our guest has to say me too oh my god I love him so much he's the best man alive wouldn't we all agree oh my Uh, god wait uh, you deserve a proper you deserve a proper ladies and gentlemen mostly ladies but however you identify please welcome to the podcast honestly probably the best man alive Uh, one of our most favorite people in the whole wide world uncle Billy Billy how are you Bill how are you Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm hanging in there, you know? Oh, yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, that story of your own personal 9-11 reminded me of my personal 9-11. Oh. Was it 9-11? Yeah, was it 9-11? Some people's people's personal one is is that one. one. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could recall. I can't recall the specific date. Oh, okay. uh, Okay. Right. When I was in high school. My stepfather rammed his truck into our house. What? 
Oh no. Rained his truck into our house. On purpose so, or on accident? On purpose. It was a 9-11. It was a it was a, a terrorist act where he oh, my God. into the house. Oh uh, my God. And were you guys in there? Everybody get out okay? What happened? Everybody got out fine. I was watching a program, right? I was uh-huh. watching, oh my gosh, I wish I could recall. I believe it was probably A and E at the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Austin Entertainment. Yeah. Oh, I loved that one. They chilled. Yeah. Uh, so it's starting to come back to me. And my mother was sleeping. He rammed his truck into the house. So I ran out all oh, crazy. Right. You no. Know? And then uh, we had a little confrontation in the front yard. My uh, my mom came out, got the got the rest of the kids out. Everything was fine. But if if I had to say, what's your personal nine eleven? It would be that. You know? So um, was he just pissed off? Was he uh, trying to he, prove a point? He he had been drinking. He had oh, been drinking uh-huh. isn't know, that, that funny? Is, and I only say it's funny because my dad ran. Um, we had a tree in the front yard. And next to the driveway, and he was so close to fr- to actually making it, driving drunk, but he slammed right into the tree and killed it. That's and 100%. Isn't that – how many fathers are out there, a little inebriated, and stepfathers, just getting so close mm-hmm. to actually mm-hmm. accomplishing a safe trip home and then right at the last second making a big spectacle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get cocky at the end, I think. Yeah. yeah i'm yeah. gonna gun it home like i'm in my, I, I'm in I my own driveway line. yeah right? i'm in my own driveway what could happen here yeah, yeah nothing yeah i may as well press on the accelerator you know i had my problems with uh, substances when i was younger um and i remember you know many times driving home and you had a couple beers you had some schnapps and mm. uh, you're just so full and so you're thinking of like oh my gosh i gotta be so bad and the minute you come in the driver, you're already kind of pre-peeing in your mind. You're uh-huh. already there. Yeah, you got to get in that mental. State. Yeah, you're, yeah. You're, ment- you're mentalizing it. Yeah. So you're, you, you're sort of like taking your pants down as you're getting out of the car and like you're in that frantic state. So I, yeah. I bet there's been times when I've come real close to, to crashing in the driveway. That, it happens. You know, yeah, that's great. I love that you're um, framing it in that way because it really does – because we've all been there. We've all been at a place where – Oh, I'm going to pee my pants. And you'd really prefer not. Now, again, you get a couple years on you and you think there's worse things. Right. Yeah. Trust Mm -hmm. and believe. Um, But yes, I can just the 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 good feeling of having an empty bladder is so Uh, appealing. In those moments of stress, when I know that I'm about to lose control Mm -hmm. and potentially pee my pants. Yeah. I have a clock of the amount of steps I have left. Like, I'll know that I've got 18 steps left. Wow. Now, that's not 18 steps to the bathroom. That's how many steps you have before it just pee comes out, right? Before it comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm creating a mental map in those moments of what's the quickest way, the quick, the shortest line to get me to the bathroom. Now, is that unique to me? Is that? It might be. But I have to, I want to ask one follow-up question. Before mm-hmm. we delve into that. Now, you have the ability to go to the bathroom anywhere, right? So if if need be, you could have gone in the driveway. You know, not that it's ideal and you're such a gentleman and I know that you wouldn't Plus do anything the neighbors. Yeah, neighbor. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. the neighbors. Yeah, it's, it's oh, yeah. it is the neighbors. Yeah. If 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 I if if they didn't exist, 
if they didn't exist, I would be happy to pee in a driveway. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. That is a privilege. That is a privilege. I don't think about a lot is the ability that I have to pee in a driveway. Right. Really? You don't think about if I feel like if I were a man, I'd be like, where can I pee anywhere? Yeah, Any like marking, I get marking your territory when you have the option of doing so. Yeah. If if um people with different parts try to do that, it'd be a disaster because you'd mostly be marking yourself and your pants. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even if you're, I don't know, say in a parking lot after a concert and you can't find your car and you're walking around and you're getting, I mean, desperate. And then you get real low, you know, you're between cars and you get real low. Even then, there's a, there's a real good chance... It's going to spray in a way that you couldn't yeah. have foretold. Yeah. 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 I right. could yeah. never, and you know this about me, I have never peed in the woods. I will never pee in the woods. I can't do the thing where you hover over a toilet. I can't do it. Uh-huh. I will never, ever pee in the woods because I will be drenched. It just doesn't work out. It doesn't work the way anybody wants it to. Now, Megs, you won't even, because there have been times, you know, Bill, there's been times when we've been on a trip and we are already in the ocean. And I say, and Megs can tell by the look on my face, that I have completely relaxed in the ocean. Yeah. Now, and I've asked you before, just let 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 go and let God, and you won't. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'd. Re- I'd really just rather because that's somebody's home. A lot of people live there. The ocean is so many but people's homes. They're all doing it too. That's their business. That's not my business. If those animals came into my home and peed everywhere, you know that would drive me nuts. What if they peed in your bathroom? Well, they're allowed to pee in my bathroom, but there's not one section of the ocean that's a dedicated bathroom. Bill, the- t- Bill, what do you think? You gotta, you gotta pee in the ocean. You okay. gotta, because it, it's a, uh, uh, you gotta be part of it. You gotta be part of it. Part of circle of life. Exactly. I've heard you say that a ton. The circle of it's the circle of life. Now you said that sometimes when I don't know what you mean by it. Yeah, because it seems out of context. But yeah. I think this is one of those times where you would say circle of circle life. Circle of life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It might be a tick, but I do say that quite a bit. You do. You maybe do. it has developed into a tick, yeah. Because sometimes, I remember one time, um, you were getting gas, and I was in the passenger seat, and you said "circle of life," and I said "what?" And then you've—I didn't seem like you even registered that you'd said it out loud. Yeah, I—I I don't even know. You know, it comes in handy interactions with um, like retail situations, or like you're oh. talking to a mechanic, or a house painter, or a plumber, right? Sometimes I feel there's a moment where as a giant man, I'm expected to know something about what just happened. Sure. Yeah. yeah. But if you just look someone dead in the eye and you say circle of life and you yeah. nod, uh-huh. that gets you out of it. Yeah. That, but that it puts the onus good. on them. Yeah. 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 yeah it yeah, feels yeah. good for everybody. Everybody, you know, it's not a mean thing to say, but just circle of life. It, like they know right. something profound has happened. Right. Boy. Because if, if yeah. you have to think about it this way, if, if, you're the type of person who's like, I don't care what people think. Then you're going to say something like, well, shit happens or, you know, them's the breaks. But you say it in a way that makes people think and wonder. And it's like a it's like a mental stimulant. You know, yeah. it's like, <clears throat> you know, it makes people think, what does that have to do with the circle of life? And I love that. Yeah. Is this one of those maybe um, 17 habits of highly um uh, highly, s- yeah. Yeah, 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 
Sensitive people. Sen- se- is it, oh, is it sexual? Sensual. Oh, sensual people. I can't remember the name of the book, but it feels like mm-hmm. one of those where, yeah. oh, you put someone else on their heels, you know, yeah. by having something that you say. And then they, especially people like me who hate to ask the follow-up question. Right. Because if you said that to me, if someone was in my home working on, you know, I oh, I had to have a plumber. And I said, do you know what about what time you think you might be done? And they turned around, looked me dead in the eye and said, circle of life. I guarantee you I would just nod and back out of my own bathroom and just be like, look, however this shakes out is it has right. to be okay, right? Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a kind thing to do. You know, you're just inviting someone to take a minute to kind of reflect. And, the, and what's wrong with thinking about your place in the pecking order? You know, like whether or not it has anything to do with plumbing, with, you know, getting gas, with whatever. It's nice to kind of say... This is where I fit in, in the world, you know? Yeah. I think. Oh, I think it's great. You know what else I like? I like a good, there he is. Oh, that's great. There she is. That makes people feel so important. They they feel great. They feel great. Because then they're like, oh, they've been waiting for me. Oh, what am I, the guest of honor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like a, um, I like, um. Which ones do I like, Megs? I can't remember. I like, oh, you know, I dated a guy one time who was like, there's trouble or, or um, oh, mm. and it, at the time it felt very um, erotic for some reason, you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm yeah. trouble. Now for all I know, because this relationship obviously didn't work out, maybe he really meant it like, oh God, here comes trouble, but he didn't say it like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, sometimes it can be said like, uh, as it's enticing and sometimes it's like, oh, it's an annoyance. But right, I bet he meant the enticing kind about you. I kept asking him about my taxes, so that may have been Oh, it. okay, yeah. different. Yeah, you he know was in school to become a CPA. <laughs> well, then what? Then he shouldn't be put off by the question. Right. If you don't look, if you don't want to do taxes, then I highly recommend a different field of work. Right. You know which one you do all the time that what? I love? Which which I can't it? believe you didn't think of this one because you what is? this. I can't tell. It's my favorite. When you, when you hear something or you see something that's uh, familiar to you, but you haven't seen it in a while, you know what you say. Oh, oh, this old slow jam. That's right. Because oh, one time we were listening. Fun. Yeah, one time we were listening. No, I don't remember how I started, but I do say that. Slow we were, jam. I, I feel like you and I were in the car and something yeah. came on and you looked at me and said, oh. <gasps> Now this old slow jam, and and ever since that day, we have been okay. saying that to one another. Okay, good. Yeah, it is. It is one of my favorites. Uh, it's it, it and it can be anything. It doesn't have to be an actual slow jam. That's yeah, the beauty of it. Yeah, it can be the squirrel that's always around. Yeah, there's that old slow jam. That old slow jam. I feel like I. I don't know what mine would be. I feel like I say maybe like. I, I, I you don't say I know. love you a lot. I do. I do. I was gonna say like I was gonna. Uh, oh, there's my buddy. Or. Oh, hi guys. I feel like I that that one I do a lot. You do, especially if there's more than one person. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I do. I'll do a, I'll do it. I'll do it. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, that's good. Which is always nice. Yeah. Are we are we all afraid of silence? So desperately afraid. Yeah. Now I only say that because I include myself. But you know, sometimes you you know all the people and we're all supposed to be there and we're all slowly filtering in. And we all kind of feel compelled to say something. Yeah. I know I have a desperate fear of silence because I don't like sitting with my thoughts. So I'll yeah. fill it up with words for sure. But does anyone else feel that way? Or are you like, oh, I'm looking for a catchphrase or, oh, I'm trying to make someone feel welcome. That's never my intent. My intent is 
please god don't let me alone with my own thoughts and feelings oh i feel like in a lot of conversational settings um my job is to play the bass guitar you know where it's just oh. a rhythm timing thing just to kind of keep it moving you know and yeah. people like it yeah people like it you know you, you don't want a bass solo i'm not going to get up there and, and, and be like oh there he is here we go tell me about that now i wouldn't do that but every couple minutes just to kind of keep the things the energy up yeah right? now i am a um a person who now you hate being alone with your thoughts, Pat, and you like to keep kind of the rhythm going. Dead air, I can feel it. I can feel it in my bones, on my shoulders, pushing down on me. I can feel it like making me shorter. It's like compressing. the The dead air is like just squeezing into me, and that makes a painful sensation that then I have to fix. Wow. Oh. Do you talk to yourself when you're alone? sometimes not often i always have something on i got music going i have a tv on something um just so that there's not um that that like crushing silence yeah yeah do you yeah. bell do you do you talk to yourself oh constantly yeah, yeah right there yeah. he goes yeah all the time all the time so you even say there he goes about yourself because i love that yeah is that third person of something circle of life Exactly. Exactly. Now, speaking of the circle of life, would you mind telling everybody, Bill, how we met? Because this oh. is one for the ages, you know? Yeah. So I met you two gals um, at a uh, casino night fundraiser for an organization I run called mm -hmm. Uncles Without Borders. Um, very huh? important organization near and dear to my heart. Um, I was I was running the roulette wheel and Mags here had a little bit of a hot streak yeah i, I did correctly yeah i did so yeah yeah that's how we met and then pat came over and you guys were talking and i'd lost you know. all every penny i'd brought yeah uh, and then I, I found out the nature of the organization and i have to tell you surprising you know it is it is a lot of people think it's an international organization but the borders that we're talking about are emotional borders right you know? yeah, yeah that was that was so far different than what I thought. I thought we were, and I mean this with love, sending uncles that we didn't need away. abroad. Yeah. yeah, away, right. Because yeah. there's a surplus, you know, there's a surplus. There's so many. Not of uncles like you. No. There's a surplus of uncles that need to be physically removed from the premises. And right. I, by that, I mean the United States of yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Our organization's whole idea of an uncle is an uncle is someone that you can talk to about anything. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. So if a kid comes up to me and wants to talk about his math homework, I'll get into it. You know, mm -hmm. if they want to talk about, you know, a, a sex or relationship issue, you know, I'll talk about consent. Or if they want to talk about sports, I'll talk about that. Talk about anything, and that's what part of being an uncle is. Yeah, is just someone who's there to keep the conversation going. Yeah. You know? Okay. So you're a bass player, even so, in Uncles Without Borders. That's what it is. That's yeah. what it is. So no matter what the situation is, no matter who the kid is, you know, you can get in there and talk to him a little bit, mix it up. Can you, can you just, um, cause I've asked you this several times and I feel like you've, um, moved it along. Can you tell me, I lost, um, uh, almost $1,100 that if for charity, 
for charity. Now, I the transparency isn't where I thought it maybe it would be because I don't understand. I love the mission. I love mm-hmm. the mission statement. I love the ethos, mm-hmm. the ethnics of mm-hmm. it. Um, how does the dollar work? Like who? Who gets the dollar for doing what? Can you break that down? Also, I don't know how to play crappies. Yeah. At yeah. all. Because you could have pushed me over with a feather when I found out what it was. Do you remember, Pat? It was like that time we went to the casino and we kept, we thought we were losing and then they'd be like, winner. We we don't understand crappies at all. I don't understand at all. But it could be very elaborate. Yeah. But yeah. the thing is that we were like, okay, so this isn't physically removing uncles. There's no geographical relocation. It's just emotional borders. What are we donating to? Okay, so this is a great question. Um, and oh, now I'm not, the, I'm not the money guy here, so you know, bear with me. Okay, but the way I understand it is your funds went into an escrow account upon which there is a lien, okay, to the state of Michigan. Okay, due to prior litigation. So do we? In does effect, that mean we own a house? I've only ever heard escrow used in owning a house. Do we? Are we like pot owners of a house? What's the rate? What does escrow mean? Yeah. What does a lien mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you again, it's it gets complicated. It, so I'll try to make it as simple as I can. Okay, so your money's in an escrow account, right? So okay, it exists somewhere. Yeah. So my it's money did go somewhere. Yeah. I know it, I don't have it. Yes. So it's somewhere. Okay. Yes. And now to take a step back real quick about the nature of money, what it is. Oh, okay. yeah. It's essentially oh, just tell me. a social, yeah, it's a tell social me. contract. Oh. Okay. You no, know, it's an agreement on value. Okay. Oh, okay. And so that agreement in value, of value rather, went into what i can only describe as an escrow account okay escrow account and and there's a lien on it yeah so these are all the same words that you used before yeah you used to bring them again now okay an account and and it's a escrow 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 now is that a person escrow like seth or simon crow no it's it's a it's a financial term that's a bank term yeah that's a bank term fiduciary perspective uh-oh oh this money gals mm-hmm. i feel like i'm boring you no we want to no, hear it because i only look this way because i'm terrified that yeah. you don't know either which is fine because no. i trust you we no matter what you. it is if you told me oh well i bought it a truck. blew away oh, oh yeah. bought a truck oh yeah. a truck would be better no. than it blew away okay no 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 um, uh, three words that will give you gals some peace of mind. Okay. Oh. Backed by bonds. Everything's backed by bonds. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say circle of life and I would have accepted that. Okay. Oh, now, no, no. So backed you, by bonds. Yes. Yes. So your, your money is essentially in an account, um, that the uncles will draw from, um, as needed to oh. provide services. Um, but it isn't totally owned by us in effect it's an escrow in the state of michigan why michigan what what uh what the mitten yeah well yeah the mitten and as, what, I under- and- as, as i understand it the founder of our organization uh i mean is that doug uh, doug, doug gave yeah. me a hug that night it lasted way too long it was a long hug Very- I, w- I had to interrupt it i was yeah. like 
hey, come on, let's go. Uh, tr- you know, train's leaving the station. Right. I didn't know what to say. Doug's very affectionate. He's a very affectionate man. Yeah. Um, anyway, he started the organization, uh, which was a spinoff from his car dealership. Um, and that had lost a lot of money <laughs> to the state of Michigan. Uh-huh. Okay. And so to recoup that, uh, you know, there's an escrow account, but everything is backed by bonds and every, all of it, all of it, honestly, really goes to the children. Uh, and it's backed oh. by bonds. So you'll be made uh, whole. We'll make it right. Oh, so I would just have to go to the bonds to get, if I want, I wish I don't, because I believe in what you're doing. But if I wanted to look at my money, I could go to the bonds, like a, a bondsman. Well, here's oh. what I don't understand. Somebody gave me a bunch of bonds or something for my first communion. And I had never seen money from that. Where's that money? Where is it? Where does it go? Yeah, when somebody says he has a bond, where does it go? Yeah. I, I wish I could tell you. I wish I could. I've asked some of these questions myself. This is what Doug has relayed on to me. Yeah. You know? okay. okay. And because like, you know, if you go and you help out at a casino night, uh-huh. you want to be able to be conversing on where the money goes. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I, I apologize if I'm a little bit out of my depth, but I do know for sure it's an escrow account. Okay. And it's all backed by bonds. And it's all backed by bonds and it's in Michigan and there's a lien on it. Now, uh-huh. you know what? I do feel better. You do? I really okay. do. And you said it goes to the kids somehow in it some does. zigzag but I way. Was, I yeah. thought the uncles were able to draw upon it. To the give to the kids, I think. It. On behalf of the kids. Okay. Oh, okay. so uncles can kind of pull out maybe two dollar bills from there for when you know you want to surprise them with a two dollar bill. That is our preferred gift. Is yeah. a two dollar bill. bill. Carve the two dollar bill. Yeah. Uh, water parks. That's something we do. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's where probably a lot of the money goes. Water parks are not cheap. Yeah. No. 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 Because the bun gets soggy. You know what I mean? Oh, let me explain that. Yeah. You Go ahead. Little, yeah. You know when you go to a water park and you're so wet and then uh-huh. everyone wants hot dogs and then we get well, hot before we're not no one's dried off well not you me. don't you don't want a hot dog mix but everyone i'm with the kids want hot dogs yeah. then we're all soaking wet no one refuses oh i'm so hungry i'm so hungry. then you go and you get hot dogs and the hands are so wet the bun gets soggy and immediately they go oh i can't eat this the bun's too wet then there I am. Please dry off a little bit. No, we want hot dogs. So then I have to get more hot dogs. And now there's two hot dogs in a bun. One dry bun. These kids are driving me insane. But they are. And those hot dogs, since when is a hot dog $6, by the way? Wait a second. You're oh. double dogging it? So you got two dogs in one one bun? Well, they won't eat the wet bun. They throw oh, it away. I, I it gets on the ground and then people are stepping on it. And everyone's screaming because they stepped on it. They don't know what it is. It's wet hot dog bun. Yeah. Because the kids won't dry off before they try to hold this bun in their hands. They're screwing around. Then they say they can't eat it. So then they got a hot dog. They don't want to get rid of the hot dog. So then I have to go get another hot dog. Then they put the hot dog into that bun. It's a just, it, you know. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. You know. In our organization, we have a set of bylaws. An uncle is never allowed to take a shirt off in front of a, a nephew or niece. Smart. So on these water park trips, we don't get in the water. We're fully clothed the oh. whole time. Okay, so good. Will, That's smart. We yeah. will actually feed the children hot dogs. Because oh, our I hands are that. bone dry. Oh. I don't. Okay. So you you straight up feeding a child. Mm-hmm. So you straight up feeding a child a hot dog? They they can't use their hands, right? So you're it's opt out. It's they can opt out. 
if, oh. it, if a child says, I would prefer to eat this hot dog myself, no skin off my back. Okay, you know, okay, okay. Not a problem. Okay. But the default is, you know, I will offer to feed a child. We'll hold this hot dog. Yeah, okay. We'll, and these are kids hamburger. you know mostly, right? We're not encouraging uncles to feed other children hot dogs. Right. Or are they just lining up? Because I tell you, Tina and Jeremy will, if, if someone's handing out hot dogs and they say, you can't use your hands, they would line up so fast it would make head spin that could be a fun game like um like bobbing for for hot dogs oh god this is thinking about situations where you can't use your hands but you want to eat hot dogs right i think i've done that before yeah well it's different pat that's a different thing you're thinking of. i was much younger i you're thinking of something different pat yeah probably now well i think it's terrific what you're doing and i think what Bill, what defines, you know, you know that how Mags and I feel about Funkles, but what you're doing is so wildly different than Funkles. You really are yeah. saying, I'm going to be emotionally available for you. Yeah. It's almost like you're taking all of the fun out of it. Yeah. You know I mean, I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a really good way. There has not been an event in the past calendar year where I have not ended up crying at <sighs> some point in the event. I believe that actually. You know? I also do yeah. too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you guys are getting like, can you say, and I, I'm sure there's some some sort of like uncle, you know, confidentiality thing that maybe you can't, you don't want to breach, but without borders. Without borders. Oh, okay. Oh, so you can you any question. That's the whole thing. Any question you want. Okay. What is the worst thing that a, a niece, nephew, a nibbling has come up to you and asked your advice about? Oh, great question, oh. Meg. Thank you. Yeah. Probably the worst thing. Um, where to con- how how best to conceal a handgun? Oh, that is that's so, I, I, yeah. I, I do not think that child was being serious. I think it was a smart aleck. His name is uh, Rodney. Uh, oh no, that's yeah. You know, and he knows that we uncles without borders. We have to make a good faith effort uh, to answer any question. Yeah. So yeah, was this an know, older child? He was thirteen. Yeah, okay. that I, you know what? I knew it. Right. I knew it. Right. Thirteen is a is a rough age for boys, and, you know. And forgive me for generalizing, but you know, uh, uh, 11, 12, 13 is like the worst age for boys because the girls are like three feet taller than them, mm-hmm. you know, and they're also like I I I, I got to do an impression that you two will be able to see, but obviously the listeners will not. But it's this. This is what every boy that age is now imagine i have braces okay listener imagine i have braces and here it is it's it's they all just do this and it's just that um, it's it's a hard swallow with an yeah. open mouth yeah. that mouth never closes you and think it's that, just dry teeth yeah dry teeth now what are they swallowing you know sometimes I exactly think, like is that an you, age where you're developing a lot of saliva a lot, saliva, a, yeah, lot of, like, a lot of saliva, a lot of like a lot of excretions, mm-hmm. you know, and you'll learn the craziest things from these kids. I had mm-hmm. a 13 year old a couple of weeks ago. Uh, uh, we were on a road trip, stopped off at a Burger King, you know, to use the facilities. We're chatting. Turns out this kid's entire life, he's 13 years old, had never used a square of toilet paper. Uh-huh. Huh? Just uh-huh. hadn't, hadn't. Uh-huh. Ever what were they using? A, t- it- a dish rag? What were they using? <sighs> you know, and the, your digestive system is younger, and so maybe there's less of it. But the oh. things that you learn, you know, things that you might take for granted 
my own nine-year-old son like very similar very mm. similar situation like he's this is not part yeah. of his thing Thinking. and you'll you'll encounter as an uncle these moments these gaps and then you got to deal with it I, what did you even say how do you even handle this because i've never heard that it's very common with boys oh. it is very common now how do the girls know what's going on is it oh is it because you guys because the peeing is so different for girls we're already there everything's we there to. we're yeah. all there it's yeah. all happening at the same i think i do get it now i don't like it i i kind of hate it um yeah. but it's i a, yeah it, it's not a good situation no yeah. no now was did he was he i don't know how to say this nicely absolutely disgusting <sighs> you know you wouldn't think it to look at him you wouldn't oh. look at you wouldn't look at this kid and be like that kid has never used toilet paper in his life okay Sneaky. but not put together you know yeah you know right was it a wipe situation was it a paper towels was it i i, I i'm so unsettled because I you know like very it's just tidy. hoping for the best now oh look if God. you're eating right now a lot of us could work on our diets but if you're eating right you know sometimes you have a mm, well, here we are it, it, sometimes it you're comes out like what what would you call that oh when you're getting um candy out of the the gumball machine the gumball comes out. You put in your quarter, you got a gumball. End of transaction. Now, sometimes that happens, but it's been a minute because we're all eating. We're all not eating clean enough. Do you know now, what I mean? Maybe it's one yeah, of those. What? I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, you know, I've been on this personal health journey and I've been eating only lean protein and vegetables, except last night I had a, a cheeseburger and you know, because you were there and it was the best thing I ever had my whole life. Anyways, I was, uh, I've only been eating lean protein and vegetables for two months and there's never been a time where I was like, finally, I don't need toilet paper anymore. Oh, that might be a rage now. You know where nothing's as tight. I'm not saying that you're not, but you know, everything is giving up. Everything's a deep sigh. Every hole is just. Yeah. Because <sighs> it, you know what? Write to us at those who answer gmail.com. If you still have a gumball factory cooking, you know, let us know what you're eating. So that's just what I think. Maybe this child, no, I don't know. But maybe this child is just genetically predisposed he doesn't think, know because it's never there's never been an impact yeah yeah i think you're onto something with the whole age thing because it is you know fairly common for for boys that age to be gumball factories you know wow I, they're young you know see that's just making me mad because i didn't know that going in and now it's like so let me get this straight 13 year old girls have to have periods, but boys at gumball factories and they could pee anywhere. That is not fair, Lord. I'm talking to you, the Lord. That's not fair. There it is. Yeah. It's privilege. It's privilege. Now, now, Bill, again, you know, you've glanced. We've talked about this a bit since we've known you. And I, I think my initial reaction was you're a saint and you're taking yeah. care of these kids and you're doing such a good job. And you've often mentioned, I was on a road trip with a child, you know, yeah. um, where do the nephews come from yeah. that your organization is taking on trips and finding out about the wiping and all that stuff? Are this, cause it sounds like, you know, that organization, big brothers, big sisters, uh-huh. is very this, reputable organization mm-hmm. from what yeah. I hear. Cause I'd never heard of them. Um, uncles without borders before are is that what you're doing are you are you where's this 
where are these kids coming from? And are there permission slips and stuff? Yes, yes. Everything is above board, you know, uh, permission slips, um, uh, all that legal stuff is all worked out. Uh, is there know, a tip- lien on the kids? Yeah. Who's and again, I don't know what that means at all. Yeah. To my knowledge, there are no liens on any of the children. I have to imagine that's a good thing. Without fully knowing what a lien is, I have to mm-hmm. imagine that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. It just allows for more flexibility. Um the, the kids are mostly sourced from the western suburbs of Chicago, you know, uh, uh-huh. Brookfield, LaGrange, LaGrange Park, Forest Park, Park Forest, Western Springs. You know, that that area is sort of our main our main hub. Uh-huh. Um, so the kids come from western Chicago. The money's in Michigan. And where are mm-hmm. these trips going? Uh, a lot of trips to Michigan, you know, you know to michigan we might have a farm weekend where we all get together and we work on a farm um sometimes there's you know doug's old dealership we'll have a car wash uh outing you know but we'll get together we'll wash cars but there'll be like a bouncy house and a barbecue um oh that's uh, fun though yeah real real fun stuff like that we'll go to farms we'll just uh, go up to a farm ask to see the animals So you just show up unannounced at a farm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, How are you received? Because, you know, the American farmer is struggling so much. You know, it's not as good as it used to be. Yeah. As farms are more and more industrial. Yeah. You know, it's not as as fun as it used to be. But honestly, if we show up to a farm and we offer to, you know, uh, pick apples or or berries, help with the harvest, do an odd job or something. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's did, fine. Uh, did you ever think that maybe you could, oh, what if you did this? What if you kind of showed up at Monsanto and you were like. I was just going to say Monsanto. Were you got up for real? I was. That's the first thing I think of with farms that was Monsanto. Yeah, isn't that sad? Because the American farmer is having a rough go and Monsanto is just, you know, reaping the and ruining things. So what if you showed up? Oh, my God, it could be like an expose and you did it all with a fake you know, niece, nephew, and nibbling, mostly nephew, I'm guessing, but, and you, and you, and you cracked it up. You cracked open this case wide open. What? Uh, you could absolutely do that. What, what case? Yeah. What case makes, cause I'm mad, but I don't know why, you know, I know that Matt said they're, they're not a good business. I know yeah, that. Just, right. You know, you get in there, you get a peek behind the curtain and you find out like, was this dastardly people, you know, twirling mustaches oh. or is it mostly scientists who are doing conducting experience experiences yeah conducting experiences on us (laughs) why can't i taste is that why i can't taste tomatoes they just taste like now mags hates them but i I used to like the taste of tomatoes and now it's just like well this is a red wet piece of something that i put in my salad they don't taste like anything do you think the tomato in like 1972 was delicious oh so good and like and probably like tasted like a tomato yeah yeah i mean i don't know I have childhood memories of eating tomatoes and they tasted like tomatoes, but I, I, I couldn't describe what a tomato tastes like now. No, I can't. They taste like the devil's butthole well, to me. Is so that we, Monsanto? Oh, is it's got to be. That's the case. Here's the thing. I just want to say this. That's why heirloom fruits and vegetables are becoming so popular because they're supposedly untouched by science, right? That's why like um, there's a whole movement and you know, I love apples, there's a whole movement of uh, people like saying, if you grow apple trees, if you have apple trees on your property, 
give your seeds to people because they're untouched by science. They're just as nature intended them. These are what apples supposed to look like. So if you see like it, the best orange I ever had in my whole life was an heirloom orange. And it's just, oh. it's just from seeds from people's yards that people like there's a movement to spread these seeds around. And I bet you that's why people prefer heirloom tomatoes because it's supposed to be that. Now they all taste like mealy, disgusting, soggy well, garbage like, to me. Yeah, you don't yeah. like tomatoes. Yeah. You guys have a read. I would just, re- I just remember I read something about there's a place where they put all the seeds. Have you heard this place? It's like, yes, in Norway or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that when the end of the world happens in seven minutes, that that's where there, there will all be. Now, riddle me this. What when are they the- going to do without bees? No, bees. No, I mean, what are we, are we also lacking farmers in there? Are we, I don't understand how. I don't, I, I, I applaud the idea. Hey, that's terrific. Throw a bunch of stuff in a vault that we're going to need at some point. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know if we've thought it all the way through as to what, how that's going to work itself out. But maybe I should leave that to the expert scientists or whomever. Fauci. Get Fauci oh. on it. Put him in there. A great man. What a, a terrific great... guy. He is so tired. Have you seen him lately? Oh, yeah. He's very tired. Let the updates come from his bed like that movie Charlie and the Factory. Yeah. Grandpa oh. Joe and Grandma Josephine. Let him lie down. If yeah. I saw him in his pajamas coming from bed, I'd be like, thank God. Let oh, him rest. Look at that little guy. He's all tucked out. <gasps> He's oh. a little man in a suit like from before. Yeah. Very yeah. dapper. Very, very. Can you imagine? Well, anyway, there is a vault. And you know what? I'd love to know what else we're putting in there. Because you know people are putting in also just stuff that they want for later. You know like, what I mean? Like a time capsule. Yeah. It's like, what am I supposed to do with you? this mama's and the papa's record right you know what i mean yeah mm-hmm. i don't know why that's what i thought of but it certainly was it came right to mind came right to mind yeah oh what if what if there's like a very specific kind of cheese in france like a like a like a regional <sighs> french cheese like cam- camembert is that yeah, one of them yeah, yeah yeah something like that and what if the last guy that knows how to make that cheese dies <sighs> oh god you know then what yeah. happens that is one i'd be fine bank? with if you were going to tell me mozzarella's done I would walk off a cliff and I'm not, I, I'm just not even kidding about that. She would never kid about mozzarella. You know, I think we're probably getting to that point right now. Where's the, you remember this movie now? I don't know how or why I saw this. Cause this is really not something I would normally do. You know how would the duck? Oh my God. Kind Too of scary. Yeah. So scary. Too scary. What a Too little scary. pervert. What? I, I'm sorry. If you're below four feet tall, please don't be horny. I wish people can't have sex if you're less than four feet tall. Now, if you're listening to this and you're a little person, I love you. You deserve everything good. Don't listen to me. But yuck. no, I don't. I but I just don't want to know. That's the only thing. You you know those shows about little people and they're married and they have kids and I'm like, oh my god. Come on. Do you think little people want to hear about your sex life? No. But I'm not putting it on there. Like, oh look how little we are. Look how much we look at all the other people we made. <laughs> I just don't like it. That's the main thing. I think ducks should have sex, and I think people should have sex. Do I think small ducks who have very human eyes should have sex? Absolutely not. Well, the thing about that is, you know, Howard the Duck was making a move on Leah Thompson. Also, remember what your original movie was going to be before we forget. Now, Howard the Duck was making a move on Leah Thompson in that movie. Okay, now here's the thing. Ducks have a corkscrew penis. You know this, Here right? Here we are again. Yeah. I don't know how I know so much about animal penises, but I really do. And um, ducks have a corkscrew penis. And the reason that is, is because most of the time, female ducks want no part of it. So the male duck's penis has to like screw in there 
so they can procreate. Okay. Are we to assume that Howard the Duck, because there was a sexual relationship between Howard the Duck and Leah Thompson, if I'm not mistaken, did he unfurl a corkscrew penis to have sex with a human woman? I'm back in. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you why. You only live once. Can you imagine? Like, ugh. And afterwards, I'd be so disappointed in myself. Yeah. (laughs) But can you imagine? Does he spin around or do I? Well, if you're having sex with a a human-sized duck? Yeah. I mean, one of us... I mean, what? You hit a lever and the thing goes in? One of us is turning in a direction to get the corkscrew in. That's all I'm saying. And then you got to turn the opposite direction when you're done. To get yeah, it out. You do. You sure that do. would make, now, Pat, I got to yeah. say, that probably wouldn't be a thing you like because you like penetration. Yeah, I don't you like. You don't like having to twist and stuff I like don't that. like belabored unpenetration. Right. right. Now now it's getting weird. Yeah, you know? exactly. Now I'm thinking about it too much. That could yeah. be a very intimate moment. Can you imagine, um, you know, you've just had intercourse. You've had a beautiful sexual moment with someone. But Quacking. then you got to spend six minutes together. Unwinding. Yeah. Right. Well, but okay, so here's the thing. So I was assuming that it would be just like a regular screw, okay? The 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 item. I would never speak about sex like that. Uh so I'm assuming that it's a regular screw. So even just to penetrate and to to like go in and come out for one push. Oh yeah. Is there not unscrewing? Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I don't know about this. Because in your thing, Bill, you were saying like, it's in there, they did it, and now we got to undo it for six minutes. I'm saying every thrust is a screw in, They screw must out. come pre-thrust. They must have already worked themselves into such a lather that they're like, oh, I got to get in there oh. and release. Okay, so it's only one in and then one out. One out. And I'm all, now I'm out again. I don't like that at all. Right. That's bad. That's what I'm no, saying. No, I've been in that. I've been in I've, that. Yeah, yeah, I bet that was Ron, except yeah. he didn't have anything to unscrew. Yeah. It was that like a little thumbtack? Yeah. It was I like was a little. Wrong. Ugh. I don't know. I hope he's good. I'll tell you how he is. He's a piece of garbage, piece of human refuse. I can't imagine. He sent me a wordle. He did not send you a wordle. Like what? The answer? No, it's a different kind of thing. No, he sent. He said it was a wordle. He texted me. He said, "Look at my wordle," and it was a picture of his micro penis. Yeah. Oh, gross. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if you listen, he did have it, a spot on it. He wanted me to take a look. That's it. I'm that. familiar Don't... with it. It was a mole. It was just a mole. I told him, Don't... but he knew I wouldn't. I he knows how much I love wordle. Yeah. And he knew I wouldn't look at it. And then I all of a sudden I saw it. But it's just a mole. That's it's just assault. Simple. That's assault. Yeah, definitely. But well, sure. here's what I'm going to say. Sorry uh, that you have such a, if you're listening to this and you have a micro penis and you're not Ron, you are seen and loved. We think this, where there's a will, there's a way and good yeah, for you. Yeah, right. But if, if you're listening to this and you're Ron, you can go, and I mean this, to hell. Okay. So that's the update on. Why is he even texting you, Pat? Why did you block him? Because there's no I reason. I don't know how to do that. Pat, what does it mean? Throw my will, phone away? No, I will figure out. Josie will figure out how to do it. We got to block him because otherwise he's going to send you unsolicited pictures of his penis, which I know he's getting off about. Well, and he lost his do, insurance. I, I don't care. You're not a doctor, Pat. All no, I things, told him that. All of the things that you are in my heart, and you know I think you can do anything. Oh. You are not a doctor. No, no. The movie was called 2011 or something. And okay. 
It featured, um, what were we talking about? 2011. Was that the uh, 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 Jake Gyllenhaal mm-hmm. uh, weather? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, they were on a train? He was a limo driver. Oh. And his wife was upset that there was an earthquake. What am I talking about? Oh, right. The end of the world. So they were all had to get on the boat. Do you remember this? On a boat? Wait, I thought there was. Wait, what? Yeah. The end of the world happened, and they all had to get on boats. Like Noah's Ark? That's the very end. Yeah, because we were talking about seeds. Oh, I know what I was thinking. I would not be chosen to live out. And you know what? I don't want to. You Who's think picking? About I don't know. If oh, I'm the government. Picking, if I'm picking, both of you would be chosen. Hey, you'd be at the top of the list. Yeah. You're very charismatic. Yeah. Oh, that is so sweet. But you know, I don't have a lot of skills. That's the only thing. What? Uh, well, I just mean skills that benefit anyone else. Just don't make me make you read your Bobby fanfic again. Right. Well, I can write fan fiction. But, you know, do you ever think about that? I don't. But fan Bill, fiction? All the time. All right. Now, Bill, let You're me ask you this question. That. You're big into that. Okay. Yeah, well, you we'll are big into that. Now. Well, let me just ask this question. When I see apocalypse stuff that we all love so much now, all of a sudden, for some I don't, reason. I never right. Well, I, you don't. Mags doesn't like it. But, you know, there's so much of it. And I think, hard pass. If if people turn into zombies, I would lay down and just salt myself gingerly or put garlic and be like, let's go. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I, I, I prefer not to live a very difficult life where I'm running for my life every single day. Yeah. I'm wearing someone else's shoes. They're too and tight. You I don't want to I mean? be that dusty. I, no. I just, I can't be that dusty. Bill, do you want to live? Oh, I'd like to say I'm a fighter, but I don't know. Right. You know, I don't know. Like uh, a situation like the road where I've got a uh, a kid and I've got an uncles without borders to that kid. Oh, you know? like what's that I'm one called? What's it called? Uh, uh, the road. I was thinking of the road, the movie. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh, it was Would a movie I like by, it? by um, Connor McCracken. Con- oh, the boxer? Yeah. Uh, Cormac McCarthy wrote the book. Oh, are you sure it's not Conor uh, McCracken? Okay. Thought I was right okay. about that. No, it could have been. I'm not good with boxes. Um, mm. So a, a post-apocalyptic a man and his son, okay. you know, okay. and they're just walking forever. And it's so dusty. Oh, that's why it's yeah. called The Road? It's so yeah. what? It's so dusty. You would have hated it. I yeah, I can't. Very it's dry. Yeah. Oh, very it's- dry. I would be terrible at that too. You know, I saw my neck yesterday. My neck is so dry and it's crapey. I couldn't, I also don't want the apocalypse. I, I don't want to live through the apocalypse because I'm so crapey and without lotion, I look like a turtle without a shell, but the, but they lost a shell a long time and they got dried out. Mm. Oh. I, I don't like canned food either. Oh. I mean, that's a big part of it. It seems like it's all canned food. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and you're scrabbling for just cannellini beans. Yeah, do you remember? Do you remember that one movie where it's a zombie movie? Which I'm surprised I even saw it. Yeah, right. That's wild. But it's the one with um, the boy from the that one boy with the dimples, and then the other, and then the guy that used Ladybugs? to be on Cheers. Oh, oh, Ladybugs. Oh, but no, but Ladybugs is a little bit of a post-apocalyptic thing too, because it's like it, that's what would do. That's you know that my theory about why people oppose trans athletes is because of movies like ladybugs oh my god and revenge of the nerds yeah oh revenge anyways very gross movie but sometimes it's real funny but there is like a there's some things in there that are Mm -hmm. consent issue anyways i just want to say that there's a in my opinion a little panic that arises in me where i'm like yeah what if we do have to do this thing that they did that was zombie land it was zombie land 
with the kid from the that one thing with the dimples and then the, and then the guy from cheers mm-hmm. and so and in that they like one of the things that they do they have to keep finding cars that have gasoline in them they have to keep finding all these things and it's like oh my god this is exhausting give into it you know that's like pat did put make yourself tasty lay down <laughs> yeah i just don't like um i'm a fearful person already mm-hmm. and i just know and that situation i'd be what do you call it an albatross a bird a big heavy bird around everybody because they you know it'd be the kind of thing where we're all running all the time and then at night we're camping and i fell asleep against you know a stump and then um I would you were them, the one who was supposed to be up watching yeah and then yeah. the kid gets eaten and they're like pat and i'm like i'm I, just please i'm gonna get us all killed right immediately you know i'm i'm always i'm also a fan of you know those um cyanide capsules i think everyone should have one now this is getting a bit dark but um i would love that just as like oh you see the meteor hurtling toward earth or whatever and you're like well that's that i don't have to worry about it you know what i mean you just have it just in case wow when you get one of those cool ones where you have like a fake tooth and the capsules just back there behind the fake tooth in the in there right yeah i'd like that yeah 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 that's now bill I think about that stuff all the time. I'd hate to bring anyone down because you do such a great thing. You know, if there was an apocalypse or whatever, there was only so many people who got to go on the boat, they would definitely take you because what we need is you're the, you know, you're the opposite of toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. You're like um, delicious masculinity. Oh, you are delicious masculinity. You're too kind. You're too kind. It's true. It's true. I was just thinking, you know, I've got a couple go bags stashed around the house. Oh um, yeah, different kinds of natural disasters. A bag for each one. Sure. I might want to think about a little cyanide tooth in those. You well, know. it's just. Do you want to? You know what I mean? Like, for example, now, Bill. I don't know if you get these. You probably. I don't know how men work the parts, but sometimes you get a bad um, UTI, and I think. Oh yeah, can ah. men get UTIs, Bill? I've, I've had a UTI before. Okay. Sure. Okay. okay. And it's so uncomfortable. And there's, and I think about sometimes if something happened and you didn't have any, you couldn't get antibiotics and you couldn't get painkillers and all, you couldn't even get cranberry juice. And I think, oh. punch my ticket. I'm out of here. Yeah. I don't, because you can't sleep. You can't sit still. You know what I mean? You can't sit yeah. still. Does <sighs> punch my ticket mean kill me? I, I think guess so. I've only ever heard that in a sexual way. Like, oh, punch my ticket. Oh. Oh. Hmm. I thought it was like getting on a train to heaven. Oh, that's oh. what I mean. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know what? I tell you what, on my train to heaven, somebody's punching my ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Mags. Oh, there she is. You know, I've never, excuse me, I'm being so sexual. I've never this sexual. What has now, gotten into me? Bill, are you still working on that Lego Titanic? Yeah. Are you, Bill? I had to move on. Oh, uh, oh. you put so much work into it. <laughs> that was years and years of it work. It wasn't even a kit. You just got all those gray Legos. Yeah, but it's just they're all gray. Everyone's gray. Yeah, all, like right. they're all they're all gray. And yeah. I hit a point where I'm pretty sure I messed up. Oh, uh, no. Essentially, a couple months ago. Okay, like on the inner hull. Like, cause something's not lining up right, and I can't go back. Cause you were doing it post accident. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, that yeah. I got to tell you, I've never heard of 
anyone doing that? You know, it's one thing to make it when it was whole and everyone was like, oh, you were making the underwater scene, a diorama. Yeah. And I have to tell you, I was looking for, I, one, I totally understand, but two, I was so looking forward to seeing it. And yeah. You had to do all the little wreckage and all the little, you know, all the little um, left behind things, mm-hmm. you know, that were down there. The heart of the, the, ocean, of the ocean from the movie. Yeah. You had it. Yeah. And you, did you have a little dead Jack? Little dead Jack. I did. I did. Um, dead Jack. I tried to account for, uh, and I got really into the history of it. You know, mm-hmm. all the dead passengers. Yeah. All yeah. of them. And I researched their back history. And um, yeah, I was on a hot streak and then the accident, you know, right. and that re- I had to take some time off. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Pat, that's right. Be- okay. Because we haven't really talked about this with you because Pat was talking about the, the Titanic accident, how you were doing oh. this post Titanic. But we, we didn't, wa- we didn't know how to, we approach, didn't know how, we didn't know how to approach the subject with you. So if you yeah. feel comfortable talking about your accident, we would love to talk about that with you. I think but you only, should talk about it. Only yeah. if you want only to. Only if you want to. Only now, if Pat, you want to. Pat has said famously before on this podcast, it's a personal question, but you do have to answer it. There are, no the borders. Yes. there are no borders. Yes. There are no borders. Right. Right. All right. Uh, on a uncle excursion, mm-hmm. me and a- Now, uh, is that a portmanteau that you just did? Uncle excursion? Is that what you said? It's the, the term in the organization. But yes, we okay. call them uncle excursions. Okay. That's a two-day outing. Okay. Got it. Got it. You know. Um, so I was uh, uh, doing a trip uh, with a young lady um, mm-hmm. uh, named Claire- and we were uh, mowing the lawn for a farmer in Michigan. That's a lot of lawn, I tell you what. A lot of lawn. So we were mowing a lawn, and the lawnmower stopped working. Mm-hmm. And I took a look mm-hmm. and uh, reached in uh, under the lawnmower. They say you should never do that. And I will tell you why, Max. I uh, lost... Uh, two two fingers on my left hand, mm-hmm. uh, permanent nerve damage. Um, yeah, very very uh, uh, stressful situation. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the now, lawnmower, for the record, was broken, so there's oh. nothing I could have done anyway. Uh-huh. You know, even okay. looking, it was stupid. Yeah, that's you know, what I was going to ask. Because you're not a handy guy. No offense. You know what I mean? Well, oh, God, sorry. You're even no, less. So, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah I didn't yeah. even mean that. I'm right. so sorry. But the thing is, like, uh, I, 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 I'm sorry. I was, I was going to say you put um, your finger on it, but that felt oh. bad. Poor yeah. taste. Yeah. Well, I, no, it's not oh. poor taste if you say it. You okay. can say it. Okay. Yeah, you it's know, only poor taste you. to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is, this is about you, you know, reclaiming words like that for for yourself now a thing that i a thing that i found fascinating is that i know you know i only know this because it was on the news and i just a thing that i found fascinating was that you insisted on continuing to mow the lawn like you you were you were so uh, focused on the mission at hand again no offense but like i was just pointing it out yeah i had i had lost a lot of blood um Uh and uh was delirious yeah um I did some things I'm not proud of. Um, like, would you mind? Well, well, for whatever reason, my mind went back to a childhood memory uh, where I was at the ocean with my family and my mm-hmm. uh, stepfather got 
um, bitten by a jellyfish. Mm. And uh, all right, you pee on Claire? No, I peed on my own hand. Um, but I oh. did it in front of Claire, which oh. uh, was awful. And oh my god, the farmer came out, and I was peeing on my bloody hand. Uh, he tried to stop me, but I wrestled him free and I tried to keep mowing the lawn. But as I mentioned, the belt was turned... mm. the doctor said if I hadn't done that mm-hmm. and had just gotten in an ambulance, they may have been able to reattach it. But the oh. pee, just infection wise. Yeah. Which is astonishing because it's ammonious. Yeah. But you had a UTI, didn't you? Yeah. I probably that... did. Yeah. And yeah. that's I mean, why I, I I get them frequently. I always know I have a UTI when it feels like I have to pee a lot, yeah, you yeah. know, and I don't. And right. I remember feeling like I had to pee that day. Yeah. They don't know what the infection was, but once they heard that I peed on it, they were like, that's probably it. It's yeah. done. Yeah, it's right. done. And again, you know, I know that you know this now because we've mm-hmm. talked about it quite a bit, but yeah, you can pee anywhere. You know, people who, who have... Um, the equipment that you have on your body, you shouldn't be getting UTIs, I don't think, because you can just go, you know, yeah. avoid it by just just going, you yeah. know? Yeah. If you're a person with a penis, unless it's like a thing about your personal safety and you can't, you, like if you're a person who, you know, is hiding the fact that you have a penis and we love you and you've seen and love and we support you, pretty much you could just do that wherever you need to do. Unless, like I said, it's attached to a thing. Oh, don't where you do it in Florida. Yeah. Oh, don't do it in Florida, no. So many things could land on it. Mm. You know? So humid. It's so... Oh, it's so muggy. Humid, it's muggy. Mm. And there's Spanish moss everywhere. And I, 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 you know, my Uncle Mel used to say, same guy who said Melancheca, used to tell you that uh, touching Spanish moss would give you crotch crabs. Oh, my God. Is that what? Touching it with what? With your hands. It would just huh. give you crotch crabs. Crotch crabs? Hmm. I that believe seems it. homespun. I believe it. I know I'd leased a um, uh, apartment in Florida for a couple of years and there was a condition in my lease that I had to leave the uh, air conditioning on at all times oh. just to keep the air moving. So oh. Spanish, the, the moss, the Spanish and, moss and- it, it wouldn't yeah. grow, you know, yeah. if the air's moving. It won't right. wouldn't yeah. grow. I forgot one weekend I turned off my air conditioning, came back, whole house molded. Whole oh. house. All of wow. It. Yeah. I, oh, you know, my girl. property in Florida is it's flooded yeah. and there's so many raccoons. You know, you think about raccoons being in a drier environment, but they love the water. They like to play in it and splash in yeah. it. They have an, it's like a, it's like the first 15 minutes of a Disney movie down there for them. It really is. Remember that ride that you can't ride anymore because it's racist, Splash Mountain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like that, but less blackface. Mm-hmm. It's property in Florida that sustained flood damage. Oh yeah. Oh, it's basically underwater, but yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. I mean, that if, was what if, yeah, yeah. Go. Oh yeah, Bill. What? What if? What if? Uh, um, there was a project where uh, uh, some uncles and some kids maybe took a trip down. Uh, you know, ripped out the insulation, <gasps> a little light demo. Oh my God! Now, Bill, let me Do tell you, got- you something. Yeah. That would be now. I I only want you to do it if it's good for the kids. Now I will say the waters. It. Oh, they do. Okay, they well, love it. you might get a, you need to get a little waiters because you're gonna need hip waiters. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be um. They said it's very poisoned. Um, yeah, and I thought legally 
humans aren't allowed to are, are humans legally allowed to go there anymore pat i thought it was condemned and and, and deemed unfit unless i got it up to code and if yeah, these yeah. kids could get it up to code you know that would be i don't know what i i would i gotta tell you because i'm not only is the house underwater the condo the timeshare i'm on you know what i mean i'm underwater yeah so if they could just even just dry it out you know those big industrial fans if they could get the water to stop from coming in and is there a bigger big shop fans. vac that's the thing get those fans get a shop vac a wet dry vac you know what i'm saying absolutely that, that's something that we just didn't have the means to take care of but no. you know the way you look at it is you already sank eleven hundred dollars into this project oh that's true is this part of the escrow the, we would we would withdraw yes yes this would be a credit against the escrow um I would and you know the thing about the thing about these projects we do these kids are not skilled but there's so many of them oh, you know, oh. yes yeah. and you give each one a shot back right uh-huh. yes yes bone dry uh, in in, uh, in a in a day or two well yeah. I, wow i mean we'll talk about this after but i would I'm not I'm not kidding because I just thought, oh, well, that's gone forever. And also the city of um, celebration is suing me, you know, because it's um, I guess it's a hazard and an eyesore. And I'm like, I know, I know. Which is unfair, which is unfair because you were sold that in an unfit condition that i wasn't told all the things now did i look at it before i bought it no No. but but i believe you know i trusted someone who's a very good friend but we love him you know everyone has to you have to have a you have to make a living i totally get that right um well that would be look i will give you the address oh we will we will and take a bunch of kids i'll yeah i'll get nutter butters you can do the kids like peanut butter oh nuts. i do oh yeah can kids have that can kids (sighs) have nuts as long as Jamal doesn't come, we can go crazy. But okay. if Jamal's on the trip, we got to be peanut free. Okay. 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 Well, Oreos, because those uh, are vegan, you know. Yeah. Oreos are yeah, vegan. Yeah. Can yeah. kids have palm oil? Oh, yeah. Can they? Palm oil? Yeah, palm oil's in a lot of stuff. I think it's in Oreos. Can children have palm oil? I don't see why not. Okay. Are you thinking of palm olive? Maybe. Remember that? Love that. Oh, I soaked so in it. Good. Oh, I'm soaking in it, she said. Yeah. Why was You're she soaking in it, in it? Down there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think it was just a hands. I don't think she was bathing in it. Are you sure? Who? Madge? Marge. What? Madge. Madge? Marge. I don't know. Bill? I don't know was anymore. Was it Madge or Marge? I think it and was, was she Marge. soaking in it? She soaked in it. People would tell her, Madge, I soaked in it. Marge? Hmm. I got. I'm gonna text Joe. So hold on. Yeah, you got to figure that out. Well, I. I mean, by the way, classic Bill to to nominate all these children to go down and clean out my timeshare. I. I, I you, they, you're selfless. That's that. I'm sorry. We'd love it. We'd love it. We'd oh. love it. Kids love nothing more than a project. You know, oh. Florida uh. is is new for Uncles Without Borders. Oh, it you is. Know? Is it? Yeah, we've only really done Michigan and Illinois. Okay. 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 Oh, you guys, I got a text back from Jose. It turns out, and I've never said this before, I was right. Her oh. name was Madge. Madge. What is that short for? Madgetress? Well, I had an Aunt Madeline uh, oh, who was also called sense. Madge. And also Madonna is referred to as Madge in uh, by some of her friends and some of the Brits. Is that right? Yeah. You never hear that name anymore. I'll tell you what. It sounds like Badge, and I'm just being honest. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. Yeah, there she is. She is there. You know, that's the circle of life. 
Yeah. yeah. Take us to your happy place. Take us to your nieces, nephews, siblings. Yeah. Tell us about being an uncle. Now, I know you're an uncle to about a bunch of strange kids that you take to yeah. water parks, but tell us about your nieces, nephews, and siblings. Yeah. And also, you're a dad, which is interesting because we don't get a lot of those. We don't get a lot of tufas on this program. So tell us about that and what it's like to be both of the, well, all three of those things a real uncle, and, and, you know, uncle in a larger sense, and a dad. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it's so fun. It's so fun. I've got, I got two little ones. I got a 13 year old daughter, Maeve, Mm -hmm. and then my son, Owen, both great, both great. Uh, you know, the relationship I had, if I had a a differentiate between my own kids and my, my immediate nieces and nephews, I'd say the big difference is you can just be more honest with them you know with your own kids or with the, yeah, the immediate nieces and nephews yeah, okay yeah like i you know i can't imagine a scenario where i would ever yell at a niece or a nephew oh yeah absolutely you know, you know yeah. and i'm i'm with you on this whole fun uncle business being goofball garbage because it yeah, is it is goofball garbage we've never had a term for it before but goofball garbage is perfect it's yeah yeah, I'm not going to be a, a goofball in front of my nieces and nephews, but I also can't pull them aside and be like, you're driving me crazy right now. You need to stop talking. You're right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because you you're know, not their parent. You're, you're a different pa- parent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, boy. I hate to say that the difference is that I yell at my children and I don't yell at my nieces and nephews, <laughs> but that seems to be the heart of it for me, really. And then, well, that's great. I think yeah. that's a very clear line in the sand because. Let's be honest. And, you know, I know people have different styles of parenting and I'm not a parent, but I got to tell you, someone has to yell at the children. Yeah. And don't let it fall to a stranger. You know, Bill, I can imagine as a parent, you would hate it if a stranger, you know, you're at the mall or whatever, it's the holidays or something. And your child is a terror running around, not you, other people. Mm -hmm. And it falls to a stranger to say, your child stepped on my bunion and I'm going to take you to court do you know what i'm saying no one you know there's some real assholes out there who want to yell at kids but most of us don't we're just really relying on some adult who's related to the child to scream to do it knock it off yeah and in that vacuum that vacuum of you yelling at your own children you get strangers at malls yelling at your kids and then you also get bullies you know, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, hey, you're annoying and no one ever told you you were annoying. And so now it's incumbent on me, uh, slightly bigger than average third grader to do it. And that's, you know, I don't want to put that on them. Right. It right. shouldn't. It takes a village, but it shouldn't have to. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have to. Right. Yeah. Well, I love your honesty. You know, yeah. I think it's okay to say we, we're living in a strange time where people say, I don't want to say I yell at my kids. But if I remember correctly growing up, everyone yelled at me. Uh huh. And I would have done. Now I've done some dumb things in my life, but I would have done. Uh, boy, I can't even tell you how much more dumb stuff. If there wasn't someone, either a parent or an aunt or someone leaning out of a window and saying, "Knock it off, you idiot." Yeah. Boy, right. right? And you, it's, and you can, yeah, and you can yell in a kind way too. You know. Oh yeah. Hey, you're gonna get your face burnt, and I'd hate for you to get your face burnt. Because we're already at an uphill climb finding you a mate later in life. Now, I don't know what yeah. I meant by that last part. Well, I, I get I, it. I'm cycling through. Yeah, I get it. Well, you know I, I mean, mean, did you guys, because there were times where my mother didn't even have to um, say words. It was just a look or a, or a 
yeah. a very hard snap, or there would be this one, two. And then I was tail between my legs. You know, I wasn't a very rebellious child anyways. And I'm always afraid of letting people down. You guys know that. But my mother would just shoot a look or snap or grit her teeth and count. And that did it for me. Yeah. Will you count? That rapport, that trust, that's all it takes. Yeah, Bill, will you count? Would you count? Now you can't. Yeah. You're not not yelling at them. But would you you count? One. Oh. Oh. That's it. Oh, Oh, wow. I've I've never hit three before. Never yeah. Well, you know, you go up on the one because you don't say one. Yeah. You said one because there's inherently a question in there. And it's do you want to see where this is going? And I, I tell you what, myself, the answer is no. It was like you said circle of life to me, but you really meant it. Yeah. I also like sometimes I'll get really, really quiet all of a sudden. Oh. Like we'll be having a conversation and Ooh. then I'll realize you haven't done your homework in a, a week. <gasps> and when you go down in volume, yeah, that can be very terrifying to a child. You in know, a productive yeah. way, right? I, right, Ter- but a good terror. Yeah, a little right. terror is healthy for a child. I think I used to do that when I was waiting tables, and people wouldn't pay attention to me. So I would come to the table and introduce myself, and then if they didn't uh, notice me or were put off by my presence, even though I was there to literally serve them. I would just, uh, you know, I'd come in and say, uh, hi, my name's Max. I'm going to be a server tonight. And then nobody moves. And I just say like, our specials tonight, um, there's a Cacciofini with a whatever. And I would uh, lower my voice and that makes people turn. Same thing. Same thing. That's genius. That's genius. Yeah. Right. Isn't you can figure the- out what works for yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like they say, you know, um, the person who says the least has the most power in a um you know, if you're, if you're doing a job interview, you're negotiating your salary. Now, see, I'm just terrible. Like, we, this comes right back to what we were talking about before. I, the silence is a killer. So if mm-hmm. it means I don't get a raise and I don't get the job, so be it. Because I cannot sit there and just have a um, de- detention with someone else of just, you know, who, who will speak yeah. the least. It, well, I'll tell you right now. It's not going to be me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> You give me, you give me an inch, right? Oh, and I'm supposed to sit there in silence. Well, one, I'm also afraid I'm going to let out a little toot because I'm so anxious, and you, you know you're so tight, and then it'll, it's going to come out so high, and then I'm going to have to be like, oh, did the, do, do you have HVAC work? Is someone working on HVAC? And then they're going to say no, and then I'm going to say in my mind, I'm going to say, well, I have to be honest with you because I can't stop talking, you know. Yeah. Hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, you have, since you wear both hats, dad and uncle, I feel like you have a really good sense of what works with your kids and what works with your nieces, nephews and nibblings. And and you you know the difference, which is so terrific. And you're not a funkel. And and again, we can't say it enough. Boy, oh boy, a serious uncle who who has no borders is just a terrific example. An uncle who will get down and cry in front of you. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's a powerful thing for a kid to yeah. see a, gr- a grown man cry. Yeah, it's yeah. terrifying. Yeah. yeah. It's also, you know. No, Pat, it's not terrifying, remember? That's how we were raised. Oh, right. But yeah. kids, it's it's uh, eye-opening. And, oh, men are allowed to have these emotions right. and things like that. Probably cutting your fingers off, and sorry to bring this up again, probably cutting your fingers off is terrifying, you yeah, know? That, yeah. That, that was very scary. 
Yeah, sure. Which I'm sure. Did they ever locate that little girl, Claire? Because I know she ran off. We did. The news coverage kind of played up that angle of the story, which. The missing child part. Yes. But she was only missing for about 45 minutes. Oh, Oh, they made it seem like it was a week or two. I mean, it was drawn out. Yeah, they found her in that barn. Yeah. It's like, look, that's that's where you run when you're a kid. The barn. Yeah. 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 Did she have your fingers or where did the fingers end up? Did she grab them and run? Yeah, the fingers were turned into mulch by the oh. by the lawnmower. Had one of those kind of like super fast spinny blade oh, things. Oh, right. Now that's what gets me because it was on its last leg. You know, you flipped it over to see what was wrong and it gave one last push and just did you in. And that's yeah. poetic somehow. Yeah. I'm not sure how. It, Pat, how is that poetic? Because I don't get it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I don't understand. I don't either. Yeah, right. That's exactly it. There's a lesson there. There's like, and this feels like one of those, you know, um, European ethnics like Mags's family. This feels like a story. The fingers went into the ground. Like that's the kind of poetry it feels like. You know, (gasps) wouldn't it be fun if if finger trees grew? Mm. That reminds me of that movie. Remember the movie Returning to Oz? where there were lunchboxes on the trees. It was the scariest movie. She was in a mental asylum. Do you remember no, this film? No, I never saw that. No. What the hell? It was a sequel to The Wizard of Oz. And she, they tended to a mental institution because she kept talking about the place that she'd gone. And Wait, Dorothy electric- Gale ends yeah. up in a mental institution? She got electric shock therapy. And then you have to not see this because it's terrible. It is awful. I, ha- I have to not Finger see trees, it? Finger trees. Oh, definitely not see it. Because okay. it is finger trees if you're listening to this and i have triggered you by mentioning returning to us eh, sorry but keep everyone away from this film it is the scariest thing it in the sounds... whole wide world Oof. oh Christ. leave us alone we get it i think we all understand the film what are we, what are we doing i don't Six. i've never heard of this once really yeah. oh my god hold on i'm texting jose about it yeah, well, t- tell her absolutely don't watch it. Don't let her accidentally watch it. Okay, well, oh, she texted me back. Oh, it's on Disney Plus, she said. Stay away from it. Oh, my gosh. Do you know who plays the little girl? Who plays little Dorothy Gale? Oh. Feruza Balk. See? Now, oh. you might remember her from, from the, the craft. Yeah, for she was in the craft. She was in that one with Adam Sandling. Remember that one? No. Where he plays a water boy? What was that called? I don't know. Anyways, that one, she was in that. She's huh. in a lot. She's, yeah. Okay. Well, that probably scared you. No offense to her, but. She has adult eyes. You ever see a child with adult eyes and you think. Very unsettling. It's so unsettling. Very unsettling. It's like they know things. No, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. For, for the listener, I just showed a picture that Joe's texted me that has the scarecrow and the lion and the tin man as you've honestly never seen them before. And even she looks like terrifying. Right. The yeah. whole movie, I think, was shot under one bridge. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, good for them, you know. <sighs> Fair. Mm. Well, I know, look, I know we've been here for a minute. We've had a, such a lovely conversation, and I'm aware of the time. But I just want to say, I really mean it. You know, Bill, um, you're so in touch with your feelings. And I just mm-hmm. hope that people listening today can really take that away. You know, especially if you have an uncle listening to this and you think, oh, I have to take the kids out and then point, you know, and tell them what a queef is. You don't. 
they'll figure that out on their own at a much later date. But what you can do is you can cry and, and allow yourself to get hurt, very hurt, if yeah. it needs be. Yeah. Yeah. Almost, Almost fatally injured. Yeah. 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 Almost fatally yeah, yeah. injured. Yeah. yeah. But I'm a cautionary tale to so many nieces and nephews about the dangers of you know, yard maintenance and mowing and, and all that stuff. Right. So I, I, I got to think some good came out of it, you know? Definitely. Oh, sure. Definitely. Sure. Phantom. I mean, at the very least, that farmer got a new lawnmower. He did the insurance mm-hmm. to cover the lawnmower. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is kind of, he should be buying you new yeah. fingers is how yeah. that should work. Dark uh, web. Dark oh, web. Yeah. Now, remember that movie I saw and I was telling you about a little bit last time? Everything everywhere all at once. Yeah. They have a there's a funny thing where they have hot dog fingers, which you know kind of horrified me a little bit. But now maybe I'm thinking you should get yourself a pair of those because you could slip it on right over and 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 you know, use those like regular fingers. I, uh, you know, uh I feed so many kids hot dogs. Oh, I think yeah. it would be really dangerous for me to have hot smart. dog. That's smart because especially, yeah, because because they, if they're coming off your fingers and you're feeding yeah. them. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I didn't Hang even on. think of that. Oh, no, it's okay. I mean, that's the life I lead. Yeah. <laughs> Has that gotten hotter since you don't have as many fingers to hold the hot dogs for the kids and stuff? Mm. It's precarious. There have been some near misses for sure, but <laughs> oh yeah, we're oh. working through it. Probably but- hard to steer, right? Hard to steer the hot dog to the right mouth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i used to be able to feed two kids at once now responsibly i only do one kid at a time yeah that's my that's for the best yeah. i think that's yeah. and you know speaking of things that are for the best pat mm-hmm. do we have a mantra we sure do now um i'm i would like you to read it me i think you read it so good oh my god oh this makes this makes my week every week uh, okay, this is uh, the mantra written by Carol Doyle, as we all know, the patron saint and poet laureate of this podcast. And here we go. Don't grow up too fast because your aunt will ask for a bath. Now, I want to read this again as artists intended. Okay. Don't grow up too fast because your aunt will ask for a bath. Okay. There's a little typo in here. Now, I don't know if that is on purpose. For a, what's it? Because it, yeah, for a bath. You know, I think Carol I'm assuming gets excited. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's assuming it's for a bath, but yeah, she, but she's right. She's right on the money because we've talked about that several times. Yeah, and I think what she's doing is she's overriding the spell check. Bless oh. her. You know what I mean? I think yeah. if you ignore sp- spell check long enough, it goes fine. You do it your way. Right. Actually, do you know my telephone? my telephone when I'm sending text messages will autocorrect to words that I type a lot that aren't necessarily correct. Right. And now it's that, it's that whole thing of like, fine, fine. See what you do without me. You're so smart. You figure it out. Oh, that reminds me, Pat, you know what that reminds me of? Yeah. Will you do it? You're so smart. You rig up the lights. Now it's not Christmas time, but if you remember that from that song, "The Twelve Pains of Christmas," it's 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 actually topical year round because you could put anything in those. You know, it's the format of the twelve um, days of Christmas. Anyway, you get it, but that's my favorite one. That man has lost it completely. Talk about an uncle. Um, but boy, what a not to not to go too far astray here, but um. Anyway. That's my favorite. I need yeah. you to know that's that makes me 
It makes me think of the holidays yeah. when men blow up. Um, but boy, has it been a joy having you here, Bill. And thanks uh, for being, as always, so vulnerable. Thank you. Thank you for having me, gals. Yeah. Bill, we love Appreciate you so, so much. much. You are doing the Lord's work out there. You're doing, you're doing, no, no. You're doing an uncle's work that an mm. uncle should be doing. Right. Right? Yeah. No, we, no borders, all feelings. Uh, you know? Uh, that's the best. That's that just the sweet. dang best. We love you so much, Bill. Yeah. Thank you so much for being here. I love you, Bill. I love you, Pat. Yeah, I love you, Bill. Love and you, I'm Max. Love you, Pat. Oh, love you, Max. Love you, Pat. All right. Hi, this is Josie. Thank you for listening to Those Who Aunt, a Baby Makers podcast starring Colleen Doyle as your Aunt Pat and Danny Grisioli as Auntie Mags. Uncle Bill was played by the amazing Bill Cochran, who is a part of the legendary improv team Cook County Social Club and is one of the funniest humans alive. Our theme song was performed by The Cues, and you can follow them on Instagram. Thank you for supporting my Auntie Dana and my Aunt Colleen. Stay safe, wear a mask, and for God's sake, call your aunt.